Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Self-Confidence Project. I'm your host, Kimberly Hill, and this podcast is all about life and dating and relationships and navigating this intoxicatingly tricky world that we are all in. I want to bring you humor. I want to bring you fun. I want to bring you practical advice that you can apply right away in your lives and your dating lives and in your relationships. So thank you all for tuning in. I look forward to bringing you another episode. What are we waiting for? Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Self-Confidence Project. I'm your host, Kimberly Hill. I'm excited to bring you a new episode this week. We're going to talk about some of the biggest issues with dating today some of the biggest challenges that those of us that are single and looking to find that special someone are dealing with, especially in 2022. And for those of you that are new to this podcast who are like, I just wanted to maybe check this episode title out, but I don't really know who Kimberly is. Um, I am a dating and relationship coach for men. I've been doing this for a few years now. I coach men who are single to get back out into the dating space. I help them get clarity, build their confidence, and navigate the dating scene with a lot more empowerment and excitement. And I also work with men that are in relationships, right? Men that are in long-term relationships that are wanting to kind of zhuzh it up, right? They wanna communicate better with their partners, they wanna build intimacy, and they certainly need an emotional outlet and someone to hold them accountable to their own actions to help them learn about themselves so they can become better within those relationships. So that's me, that's what I do. I've been doing it for a few years now. Um, And if you don't know, I hang out a lot on social media. So I put lots of videos out on my Instagram account. I then post those over to TikTok as well. Of course, I've got this podcast here. Got a website at KimberlyNinaHill.com. And you'll find me in various other places from time to time on guest shows. Sometimes I do longer format videos. But if you hadn't heard, that's where I hang out. So if you're looking to learn some Um, some other tips and tricks around dating and relationships, you can check me out in those places and all the links to do that are in the description of this podcast. But to get back to today, I want to share with you six issues that a huge majority of us are dealing with as we navigate dating today. Um, And I want you to think about as I go through these, whether or not you resonate with them. So which ones that I speak about, you go, yeah, I definitely am aware that that's kind of a a struggle area for me because if it is, then let's help you get some clarity there so that you can start having a better experience, right? Because most of the times people hire a coach or they go buy a book or they search some information because they recognize that what they have been doing or trying or the way they've been thinking about something isn't working for them, right? It's usually hasn't worked a few times or enough times to make you go, hmm, maybe I want to try approaching something a little differently, or maybe I need to get clarification in this area before I go navigating that area. So let's see which ones resonate with you um, and uh, and help you get some clarity here. So the first issue with dating today is, (laughs) you're going to laugh at this one, But you're probably going to go, yeah, maybe that's me too. We don't really even know what dating is. That's the biggest issue. A lot of people go, they say to me, clients that I work with, they go, I haven't really dated before. I go, okay, so you've been married? And they go, yeah, I 
I'm married, I'm divorced, but I never really dated. So here I am single at 42 or 45 or 33 or 28 and they go, I don't really know how to date or what that really means, right? People dating don't really know what dating is. This is, this is not surprising to me, right? So they go, well, how do I date? And, and can I date more than one person? And what does that mean? And how do I navigate that? And, and what, what kind of boundaries do I need to have in place so that I can, you know, find, find out who the right person is for me? Because that's what dating is for, right? Dating is when two individuals who have some kind of interest or romantic interest in each other engage in certain social activities together with the intention of getting to know each other better and essentially evaluating whether or not they want to continue spending time with that person, whether or not they want to continue spending time with that person exclusively, right? So Dating is essentially, and this sounds a little formal here, but essentially it's evaluating somebody, which means, ladies and gentlemen, we don't necessarily want to rush that process. I'm guilty of this too, right? You meet somebody, you're attracted to them, you have a great date, you're laughing, you feel like that person can do no wrong, you're kind of in love with them already. And then before you know it, you're in a relationship. And you didn't do any of that evaluating. You never really asked yourself, is this the right kind of person for me? Does this person have the qualities and characteristics that are compatible with me? Does this person share my ideas for the future? Do we have similar values? Or do we have things that we're gonna discover eight months in or 12 months into our relationship that we hugely differ on? And they're gonna be such big things that our relationship is not gonna be able to continue. Right? So we don't know what dating is, right? But dating is, let me help you out. Dating is spending time with someone, engaging in different social activities together and with sometimes friends and family later on to determine whether or not you can see yourself with this person long-term. So yes, it all starts off with that attraction then it moves a little bit more to the reality of like, who is this person past, you know, their physicality and the attraction I have to them? Can I see myself, you know, spending more time and committing to this person? How well do we engage intimately together? Not just sexually, but emotionally, right? And do I want to now like say goodbye to all the other options and choose to be with this person? right? That's dating. So you can be doing that. I know this is controversial when I say this. You can be doing that with more than one woman at a time. Guys, you can go on a date on Monday evening with a lady and Friday night with another lady. I'm not suggesting that you involve yourself sexually with more than one woman at a time. Um, that's not a judgment. It's, it's, from experience, from the experience of my clients, usually when we go to that level, uh, it complicates things, right? Emotions get involved. You start to feel bad because, oh, now I slept with her, but she's not right for me. And now I got to break up with her. And, oh, I feel this overwhelming shame and guilt. You don't, you don't need to do that to yourself so early. 
I understand that that sexual compatibility is really important for a lot of people. I fully understand that. But if you are going to be dating, you may want to hold back on jumping in the sheets so that you can get to know the person in other ways first. What is the reality of spending time with this person? Am I still enjoying and feeling good on date three? Do I feel like I can be myself with this person? Is attraction building? Sure, very important. Have we maybe shared a kiss or held hands or even maybe gone further than that? But is this person the kind of person you're looking to be in a relationship with, right? That's dating. Then you might go on a date with another lady and you might ask yourself the same questions and you realize that maybe neither of those women are right for you and so you politely move on and you go on a third date with another lady. This is dating, right? (laughs) So a lot of us don't really understand that. It's really just about getting to know someone without committing to them yet. When you decide to commit to someone, you want to be pretty darn sure that this is the type of person you want to be sharing your life with. And that takes time to figure out. So dating isn't a speeding process, right? Dating can take months and months, right? And people go, oh, months and months of dating and so much effort. It's like, is it? if it's in order to find the love of your life or the person that's right for you. So I don't know what your opinion of dating was or what your thoughts were, but it certainly is putting yourself out there and giving your chance to connect with different people to see who's right for you and whom you want to commit to. So One of the biggest issues is that a lot of people don't really understand that. They meet someone, they feel a spark, and it's like they're jumping to commitment so early before really getting to know the person. And I always say, like, you know, before you commit to someone, (laughs) you want to have spent, you know, multiple uh, dates together alone. You likely have want want to spend time with that person also with some of your friends around or even a family member or two because you want to see what that person is like in your life. Not just what they're like when you're with them one-on-one because people can be vastly different alone um, than they are in a group of people. And yeah, some of us are introverts. We don't do as well in groups, but that's not... The point here, the point is, is this person someone that can kind of fit into the life that you're creating for yourself? And likewise, can you fit into their life? And what does that feel like? And is this person polite under stress? They know how to manage their emotions the first time you have something go wrong or a conflict or cancel or show up late or you're not perfect. You know, what is this person like in month three, right, of spending time with them? So, Dating is getting to know someone romantically over time to decide whether or not there's someone you want to commit to further and become exclusive with. So you can be doing that with multiple people at once and taking your time. And that, alas, is dating. (laughs) Okay. The second biggest issue with dating I'm seeing today is getting overwhelmed with all the superficiality. Yeah, I'm talking predominantly here about 
social media and online dating. So we are doing our best to put our best foot forward on dating apps or hopefully our best photos. We're trying to represent our positive side, our interests, whether we're, you know, feel we're a confident person that's going to come through energetically. So yes, we are putting our best foot forward. And if you have experience of online dating, if you're swiping through, I'm talking to guys right now, if you're swiping through girls' profiles, you get a sense in your gut, like, oh my God, she's trying so hard, or oh wow, if you're, you know, you're the guy that prefers the natural look, you know, you see a woman that is like really dolled up, and you might, you might judge her. You might be thinking to yourself, oh my God, you know, like, what's going on here you know women are trying so hard or like how come they have filters on their faces and you you might have that judgment and i get it we all have judgment Uh, we all have judgment of people it's just how we roll in life right and so you might be feeling wow the right person just doesn't exist all these people are just so superficial and all this posturing that's going on and what i mean by posturing is like you know, trying to show off designer brands or nice cars or nice settings or girls in front of Tiffany store, you know, you know, I, you know, it's just like, who is this person really when they're not surrounded by material things? Because that's what we truly want to know. At least most of us, right? Who is this person really? And so especially in 2022, I mean, my goodness, social media, the amount of filtering and editing, it's like everyone looks kind of, or can try and make themselves look like a supermodel. It's like, who is this person really? Because, you know, you, you want to go on a date with someone and see the person that you saw online. You know, you don't want to go on a date and be like, wow, I feel like I got catfished because whomever they're representing online is not what I'm actually seeing in life, whether they've gained or lost weight or they their hair is a different color or, or uh, you know, they, they had more makeup on on their photo than they do in person. And, and, you know, makeup can definitely change a face. So I get it. This overwhelm with superficiality. <laughs> How do you overcome that? Well, y- you might not be able to overcome it because you can't control how other people are representing themselves. But you can slow down and realize that we're all human. No one's perfect. A lot of us are rolling around with insecurities. There's not many people I know that don't have some insecurity about something. Um, We can give people a little bit of a break. We try not to come in with such a thick judgmental frame. And the only little piece of advice I can give here is just to slow down a little bit. Especially when you're someone who's, you know, swiping through online profiles very quickly, it's going to feel really superficial because in fact, the way you're using the app is very superficial. If you're giving someone only a millisecond to impress you, that's pretty superficial, right? So slow down, give people a chance, look through the photos, look past that initial layer of judgment that we all have. And I'm saying this because even I did this years ago before I met Andrew and I met Andrew online, I found myself like scrolling pretty quickly and judging the men that I was seeing on these profiles, like within a millisecond. And then I caught myself because I'm in this line of work and you know, I'm not perfect either. And I realized, wow, the way I'm using this is like not how I would advise anyone else to use it. I got to you know take my own advice here and slow down. And I did. 
And even though I had an initial judgment when I uh, landed on Andrew's profile, and he, he knows this, right? I had an initial judgment of the photo choice and what he was wearing. And, and, and then I said to myself, what am I doing judging someone I really don't know? I don't know this person and I'm judging this person. Um, and I get it. We all make, you know, we make first impressions pretty quickly. But I said to myself, what if I didn't judge this person? What if I said, I am going to be more open to giving people a chance. And look, like, let's be real. Andrew's an attractive guy. I don't, you know, most people would see a photo of him and be like, what were you judging, Kimberly? But we all have these certain ideas of what we think we're attracted to. We all have certain ideas of what we're looking for in a profile. And when we don't see that specific thing, we judge. I judged, right? And... I slowed down. I remember talking to one of my girlfriends. I remember showing her the photo of Andrew (laughs) and being like, you know, like, what do you think? Like trying to get her perspective to help convince me, which is just silly. Like I already knew. So I want to give this person a chance. I want to meet this person. And I did. And holy shit, I'm so glad I did because, you know, he blows my mind and, and I'm madly in love with him. And he's the most attractive man to me in the entire world. But I had a judgment. And had I kept operating thinking everyone's just so superficial and I don't like the way this person's wearing that or I don't like their hair or the hat they have or how they took the photo. If we, if we operate that way, like we're never going to have a good experience because we're coming in with such a negative judgmental filter that all we're going to get in return is that same thing. So I harbor on this point because... It's something that I hear with every client I work with pretty much. They're saying, you know, they have some kind of judgment of what they're seeing online. And I get it. We, we're judgmental people. We have opinions. But stop letting that overwhelm you. Because the truth is there are lots of amazing people out there that, you know, maybe aren't the best marketers of themselves. <laughs> so don't judge them for that. It's probably a good thing. <laughs> So slow down, slow your roll. Be a little more mindful and present as you go through people's profiles. And remember, there's a real person behind those photos. So do not scroll online when you are drunk, when you are lonely, when it is late at night, okay? Those are really bad times to be looking through an online dating profile. Be mindful about it because if you're not, You're going to have a kind of a mindlessly scrolly, superficial experience. Okay, enough on that one. Third issue that I definitely see today because we have so many people in this population, there's lots of people online dating. We have lots of people walking down the street. For those of us that live in busy cities, um, we are developing a little bit of this paradox of choice this grass is greener mindset which is I go on a date someone doesn't wow or impress me and I just say I'll find someone else right it's this whole there's so many people out there there's so many options to choose from so instead of like even giving this person a chance I'm just going to go find someone else that can tick all the boxes right away and impress me. This is going to cause you so much stress and it's going to, it's going to really 
it's going to screw up your decision making. Okay, let's be real. It's also if you're in a relationship and you're like, oh, we're going through a rough patch right now. It would be so much easier if I was dating this person. That I mean, you might as well be out of that relationship already because you're not working within or in that relationship. Okay, we're all going to have struggles and challenges and times and months and sometimes even years that aren't perfect. But if we just say to ourselves, oh, there's someone else that will make my life easier. I'm not even going to bother to try. Well, then you're going to be one of those people that hops from relationship to relationship or you're going to be on your third or fourth marriage, right? Because dealing with the hardships of a relationship is a skill that we can learn. And hey, the other person has to be willing to, don't get me wrong. Um, but in dating, if we kind of go out there and we're expecting to feel like the most romantic, amazing connection on date one, and then we don't feel it and we just go, I'm going to give this person another chance. I'm just going to find someone new to go on a date with. You might be struggling because you have this grass is greener mindset, because you have this, I'm looking for perfect mindset. And if you have this, I'm looking for perfect mindset, you're probably going to be disappointed because I hate to break it to you. There isn't a perfect person out there. So it's kind of this paradox of choice. Um, when we have or feel we have lots of options to choose from, we kind of devalue the option that is in front of us. So this is a problem with a lot of people today dating because you know, we have choice online because we have multiple online dating sites to look at. Um, it's developed. It's, you know, caused us to develop this little bit of, eh, if I can't find something great here, I'll, I'll find it next week on a different app. And um, not so great, right? Not saying you want to settle. Definitely not saying that. But if your expectation is that you're looking for perfection, you're going to be looking forever. Okay. Biggest issue with dating today, number four. Number four, what did I write down for number four? Ah, <laughs> I've kind of talked about this one already, but I wrote down we have the wrong expectations of what online dating can do for us. I kind of already talked about this a little bit. I don't want to harbor on the same point here, but you know, some of us get on to a dating app online and we think that you know within two weeks we're gonna find a special person and you know we we would have had to put in minimal effort to find that person right i just throw my profile up within five minutes i don't even get updated photos i write a shabby bio and i think that in two weeks i'm gonna meet some dream girl who you know wants to rub my feet every night but you know good luck <laughs> right so manage your expectations if you are someone that wants to try online dating because i always say to people like if you have a expectation that's way up here and I'm for those of you I'm lifting my hand up in the air right and if you you know have this high expectation and what you actually get is the reality and here I am down by my chest now you have this big gap of disappointment and that's what's usually happening when people are putting themselves out there online we are disappointed we're not having the experience we want to have because maybe what we think our experience should be is better than the reality, right? You're dealing with lots of different people that want lots of different things. There's lots of different people online that shouldn't be online. They're not even emotionally ready to be there or they're on there because they, you know, they just make some feel good. They're, you know, the truth is you're going to have some good and some bad experiences. And if you can kind of 
understand and manage that yourself and kind of coach yourself through the process and say, hey, online dating is not the be all and end all. It's not the only way and only place I can meet someone special, but I'm going to treat it as a tool. I'm going to treat it as a tool that expands the network of whom I can possibly meet. Then you're using it in a healthier way. So just make sure you ask yourself, like you can just do a little quick exercise right now. You can say, what are the expectations I have from online dating? And just write down those expectations and ask yourself, are those realistic? Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Online dating and expectations, scary things. Okay, issue number five, struggling to be emotionally vulnerable. A little bit of fear of commitment here. So some of us struggle to open up to new people and I get it. I am not on this podcast suggesting that on date one, you dish your life story to someone and you share with them all your insecurities. I don't advise that, not a good thing to do. What I'm saying is if you struggle to let people in, if you struggle to allow people to know the true you past the image you're trying to you know, put out there, you're going to struggle to build true and deep connections. So if you know you're someone who does struggle to open up or you struggle to be honest with people, um, then this is something that I highly advise you work with, especially as you're putting yourself out there. Because on the one hand, you may be really craving a deep connection with someone, but on the other hand, you're fighting yourself to do that. So the way we form deep and meaningful connections is not through great dinners and hot outfits. It's through meaningful conversation. It's through shared experience. It's through slowly getting to know the true part of someone else, which means the good and the bad of them. And so if you do struggle to allow your true self to come out through the dating process, if you struggle to open up to people, then you're going to want to tackle this area as you're dating because, you know, this will be one of the biggest reasons why you're not finding that connection. So highly advise working on that um, and lots of different ways to do that. Courses, self-work, reading, therapists, coaches, um, lots of people out there that want to support you in this area of your life because guys, it's totally okay to open yourself up to a woman you're dating. And I know that there's mixed opinions here. Like, oh, I, I tried being vulnerable with a girl and she shut me down. Being vulnerable is only for weak pussies. I'm never going to do that again. Yeah, I've heard that narrative, right? And then there's the other narrative, which is I never open myself up to anyone. I struggle to have connections. I'm now in my 40s and I really, I don't even know if I've had a real relationship because I can't let people in. So both of those are extremes and... Both of those are unhealthy. One's total oversharing or oversharing with the wrong types of people and having a bad experience. And one is closing yourself up so tightly that you never have any experience. So learning to be emotionally vulnerable does not mean you just open the floodgates to sharing everything deep and dark about yourself. It's that you start little by little. And being emotionally vulnerable might mean that you say to a woman you're dating that, hey, I'm developing really strong feelings for you. That can be 
a step in the right direction. Or being emotionally vulnerable might mean, hey, I know that you suggested that we go, um, I don't know, I don't know, for I'm making something up, ice skating for our fourth date. And um, I actually really don't like ice skating. So I was wondering if we can maybe pick a different idea. That's being vulnerable. That's actually sharing with someone that you don't like something. Uh, a lot of us are too afraid to do that, right? We're like, I got to like everything and be happy about everything as I get to know this person. Because if I show one glimpse of weakness, they're going to dump me. It's like, that's a really difficult standard to upkeep. Right? So, so learning to be vulnerable and slowly opening yourself up to what you like and don't like and parts of yourself as you get to know someone is what's going to cause the two of you to recognize whether you have a beautiful bond or not. So learning to open yourself up and be vulnerable is, is hugely important. And lastly, and this one is probably my favorite on this list. I do this work so often with clients. What is a big issue with dating today that we don't know what we're looking for? <laughs> okay, you might know I'm a guy and I'm heterosexual and I want a you know monogamous relationship. You might know that. And you might say further than that, I want an attractive woman who's athletic. Okay, you're off to a good start. There's a lot more to consider here, people. Okay, and I didn't realize this either when I was younger and I was dating in my 20s. It was like, are they healthy and fun and kind of good looking? Because like, great, they'll make a great partner for me. <laughs> Not necessarily, <laughs> right? So understanding the kind of relationship that you want to have, what that looks like, what that feels like, what is a healthy relationship to you, how much time in the relationship versus out of the relationship, and the qualities and characteristics and values of the person that you know that you're going to align with. So that also means you have to know those things for yourself first. If I could say one of the biggest issues with dating today is that people are dating, having no clue of what they're truly looking for, which means you don't know when you found that or when you haven't found that. So get some clarity here as a starting point, please for yourself, for your experience, so that you can navigate dating and getting to know people with so much more clarity than you would have previously. Um, so to recap, we don't know what dating is. We're getting super overwhelmed with superficiality. We've got this paradox of choice, grass is greener mindset. We've got the wrong or too high expectations of what online dating can do for us. We struggle to be emotionally vulnerable and we don't really know what we're looking for. So those are some of the biggest issues I see with dating today. As you've been listening to this, uh, to the show, I'm curious how many of these you've, you know, you've said to yourself, wow, okay. Like there's, there's bits of what she's saying here that, you know, I definitely am not clear on or a struggle on. Um, and if that's the case, I hope that at least today you're getting a little more clear on what you might be able to work on individually, independently, um, or with someone else, if that's the road you choose to go down. So thank you very much for listening to this week's episode. Um, if you enjoyed the show, leave me a review, help sp uh, spread the word and get it out to more people. And I uh, look forward to bringing you another episode next week. Ciao guys.